Thank you very much. You can have your seat. Amen. We're still praying. Amen. Still first service. Worshiping God is part of prayers. Amen. Okay. Well, let me try that again. I say worshiping God is part of prayers. Get it here and say prayer is the highest form of what? Watch praise, pardon me, is the highest form of prayers. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Let's open our Bible to the book of Acts of Apostles. We're still praying. It's so travel. Amen. And Ada, thank you very much. Amen. Glory to God. If you want to clap, clap. Amen. Hallelujah. If you are the one that led prayers now, and I say thank you, and people didn't clap, you will have, you will have something. You know, some of us, we are too sensitive. We are too sensitive for the Holy Ghost. No, I'm serious. Amen. I mean, pastoral work is very, very, is very, very interesting. Amen. You see, when you are doing, um, and I had it from, Ken, I mean, Benny Hinn first, right? And I, I discovered it's true. When you are into itinerary ministry, right? All you have is your staff, amen? And, you know, most of those staff, maybe they are paid staff, right? So you, do, you go organize the crusade, you come, people gather. Benny Hinn said, you blow into the air, they'll just fall down. People just stand up and give testimony. He said, it was very, very exciting. Then he said, it's a church. In Orlando, and they say everything was different. He said, It's why the human are more complex. Right? You, uh, I'll do something for Jigs, right? But the poor will get angry. I mean, seriously angry, and you'll keep it in his mind that I did something for Jigs. Glory to God. You see, the amen is not coming out again now. Yes, sir. We're going to step on your toes this morning. Amen. Too sensitive. You know, there was one time in Zaria, you know, we had the leadership meeting. That was just a fellowship. The ministry have not even started. We didn't have a church then. Just campus fellowship. So, um, um, one of the singers then was now... Um, was not happy because I think I made a, I made a statement, right, about her when I was preaching. So she wasn't happy. So when we came to the meeting, she was, I mean, she was, she would be getting a little bit sluggish in her work. So I confronted her. I said, why are you sluggish in your work? I mean, you are supposed to be doing it. You are not doing it. He said, ah, me, I made this statement, you know, on stage that I, I embarrassed her. So I turned and said, I am sorry. Right? And I meant it. I am sorry. Okay. Um, there are people I can't play with. That means you. I cannot play with like that. That's my own uh, conclusion in the heart. So we continued the meeting. Right? Then we, we all saw something. Right? Right? Then it came back again to her. They now asked her a question. So when they asked her a question, to start to talk now, it's about the different thing entirely. She went back to the same thing. So beyond that, I say, ah, didn't you hear Arabe? That I wasn't even a reverend, right? Say, didn't you hear Arabe said he is sorry? He said, yes. If he, why are you going back to it? I know from that meeting, I've always, I mean, I've always used that meeting. When I was in Zambia, I was talking to them about that meeting. I say, people don't understand about forgiveness, right, in the body of Christ. The body of Christ, the core of the gospel is forgiveness. You receive forgiveness. Not only that, you give forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Let me try this. I maybe I'll get a better amen. I say, you receive forgiveness. Not only that, you do what? You give forgiveness. And when somebody said, right, or apologized for anything, you forgive, hello, you forget. You can't, a person have apologized, then you are quoting it again. Saying the same thing. The complexity of man. But as, as a leader, as a pastor, right, you have to just get to 
Hold everybody. Amen. Teach. Say amen. Amen. With perseverance. Pray. You pray for them. And you don't hold it to heart. Because it's okay if members are even doing it. They are growing. But it's terrible if leaders are doing it. I mean, even I think even before Akoji was even our leader in the office staff, you know, I used to tell my office staff, I said, don't get moved about what people come to tell me about you. Because sometimes they get very, very angry. Why do you go and tell them? I said, don't get moved about what people tell me about you because that does not change my opinion about you. My opinion about you has already been established in the scriptures. I'll say that again. My opinion about you have already been established where? In the scriptures. So what somebody is saying about you today will not change that. The hopes, Bible says about, about love, uh, it says that its hopes are faithless under any circumstances. Under any, so no matter what, the hope I have uh, Pastor Ice, let me use that example. No matter what, the hope and the expectation I have for Ice will never fade. Even if I hear today or tomorrow that this is what Ice is saying about me, my hope about him will never fail. That is working in love. Glory to God. And, 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 and stop opening your ears because when you open your ears and hear things about people, I'm jumping the gun actually, right? You put yourself in the position, right, that your faith will not work. Glory to God. But I'm jumping the gun, amen. I'm going to preach, I have a series of messages I want to preach, a series of teaching on faith. The first one is what? Hindrances to what? To the blessing. A faith series. And the second one, maybe when I come back, because this blessing will take us too much. The second one is what? When the healing does not manifest. You know, I've had many people have asked me questions. I say, you know, even, many was even outside, not even within, not even within church. Okay, hands were laid upon me, right? I believe, right? But the healing did not manifest. And it's a genuine question. And we're going to God's word and see. Because there's a lot of misconception about faith we need to deal with. Glory to God. But okay, having said that, I just digress. I don't know why I digress. But it's okay. It's burning in my heart. This is so trivial, right? One of the things God has put in our heart strongly this year is what? Souls. Let's go to the prophecy again. Part of the prophecy, let's start from John. I'm going to go to Acts for Apostle. This part of the prophecy, let's look at John 8, 30, 31 and 32. So then say Jesus to those Jews which believe on him, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. The importance this year of continuing in the truth of the gospel and teaching and preaching it like never before. The importance of continuing in the truth of the gospel. Please, poke your brother and sister and say, continue in the truth of the gospel. You know, we always quote that place in John, 10, uh, John 8, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. But that is not how it started. That is not how it started. Say, if you, he spoke to the disciples that believe, if you continue in my word, that if there is not italicized, amen, there's a condition of you knowing the truth. If you continue in my word, so it's important you continue. You continue in meditation, you continue. You continue. In confessing, you stay with it. Can I ask you a question? How many of you ate rice yesterday? Yesterday, this yesterday, rice. 
Huh? No, don't do like this. Don't do like this. Me, I did. Okay. How many of you will eat rice today? <laughs> it's a Sunday food <laughs> in Nigeria. Glory to God. <laughs> but you ate yesterday. What you eat today? How many of you, the, the rice you ate yesterday was very sweet? Mine was. I mean, when I finished preaching, they brought one rice. They brought, I'm about, uh, they were just torturing me. I mean, they brought, oh, they brought a bowl of rice. The bowl was this big. I said, you guys are joking, right? They said, no, they are not. They, they, have, they have one, one, one other bowl with fish. I mean, I mean, the fish was as though it was still alive. They put it in a fire. <laughs> because it was complete. I'm serious. I'm not that like, It was complete. Then, they are now another one with chicken. <laughs> so, and I said, for, for crying out loud, how do you guys want me to eat this food? Then, then, then there was salad. So, I, what I did, I just took small of the rice Took small of the salad, took the fish. I don't really like chicken, so I left the chicken. Amen. So by the time I ate half of the fish, it, I was done. I, I mean, I, I, not only though I was even tired of the fish. You see, by the time I landed and I came to my house, asked Emmanuel, I was hungry. Time will pass. So around that five, my mother said, uh, should I do something? I said, please do something though. before you go. Do something for me to eat. And again, now, as I'm talking now. <laughs> Upgrade. <laughs> After service, I'm going to dip down that rice. Glory to God. You see, I just continue in it. I continue in it. Before I got married, I about three, four, five years before I got married, I was as lengthy and lengthy as Ogben. I don't understand what Ogben is doing. <laughs> no, I'm very, very serious. I mean, I was just like Ogben. My, 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 my kids saw my picture on my way. They say, you look like Ogben. I say, it's a lie. <laughs> they say, no, daddy, you look like Uncle Ogben. Look. I came and looked at the picture. <laughs> I saw my neck. I said, ah. Hi. What if I don't do my son? Thank you. <laughs> Truly. I saw my leg. I said, ah. Okay. So, but you see, from that time, 2022, I've been continuing in food. 2002, yes. So, 2002. I've been continuing in food. This year, November this year, I'll be 20 years amen, in marriage. Yeah. Glory to God. We have eat Christmas in this wedding. Amen. I'll be continuing food. So now, amen. I'm, I'm fighting not to put on weight. Can I guess when you reach one, some age, you go like this. You go sideways. And the, the, the age, I'm, I'm going now sideways. You know, I'm talking about sideways. You know why Jake is laughing? Oh boy. When Jake got married to Ejiba, he was okay. When Jake was in government college, Bakodi, <laughs> he was just like that. He was just a tall stick like that. I used to preach. That's how I saw Ejiba now. He went to Queen of the Roses to preach. Where so? The best father said, the pastor have the first speak. So as he was there preaching, his eyes was looking. Bishop, Bishop. <laughs> Not me today, man. <laughs> but listen, continuing in food. Can you see? <laughs> then we'll go and play basketball. We'll go. <laughs> men of Valor, men of Valor will stop playing basketball, right? <laughs> We'll go and play basketball. After we play basketball, me, I'll sit down and jeez, 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 jeez. They'll just be waiting. They'll just be waiting. 
After we finish this thing, I'm going to enter my car and go. They'll go to one joint. Me, I didn't know. Until one day. Up on the side, ah. <laughs> you go out the charge. Up on the side, ah. You don't know what's happening. I said, well, I said, after they are always waiting for me to finish talking. <laughs> Come here, I just drink Coke. All this small, small food. I just, I'm okay. I will go. Bishop, we just say there's one joint. <laughs> and I really like what um, Jerry Saber, Jesse Duplantis said. He said, when you enter a town and you are looking for a good restaurant, don't go and ask a skinny man. He said, does he know? He said, look for a well-built person. And ask him, where is the best restaurant? He will know all the best restaurant. I told you, God go and ask Victor for best restaurant. <laughs> Victor got tell you. Victor is walking as though air is about to carry him. <laughs> no, no, don't ask him. Ask Jakes. And I ask people like me. You can see that we are fighting to keep it together. You know, I'm saying that I'm, I'm happy you are laughing because you see, it's important to continue in God's world. It's not just once. You have to. The, 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 the undiluted word of God. Amen. Spiritual nourishment. Glory to God. Look for good spiritual restaurant. Amen. Amen. And we, I, yeah, I'm going to add that part. Like I say, without any fear of contradiction, like Savannah. You will hear God. Listen, then, we, we are not gathering ourselves because we are itching ears. So people tell us what we want to hear. Do I people that have issues with us? Because if you want to preach what they want to hear, we will preach what the word of God says. When you do something wrong, you'll be rebuked. So people don't like to be rebuked. You'll be rebuked. If you have a post, they can take the post from you. You see, Mike, uh, John Mark said, you don't give a post to anyone or don't hire anyone, you cannot fire. You don't get angry, they will leave you off your post. You are a child. Say amen. You are a child. Anybody being hired can be relieved. Anyone. Pastors can be changed. Some pastors are changed, they are angry. Then they go around talking to about the ministry. It's not done that way. Pastors can be changed. Amen. But we are matured. So if they change you, eh, or they rebuke you for not doing your work, right? You sit up to do the work. You don't start behaving like Absalom and go and be gathering people that want to hear what you want to say, the evil you want to say about the leaders. Continue in God's word. Continue in the truth of the gospel. Get into the Bible. Yourself. Amen. I keep saying, not because I wrote that book, but it's one thing that I know that people need to know now. The truth of the gospel. Not adulterated. Go into the book. That's why I want it during the home cell or the teaching centers. We major on it and stay and preach it. Amen. Look at Proverbs. Give me Proverbs. Proverbs 4, verse 20. I'm still coming to read it. For about 420. The glory wasn't enough again. No, I mean, when I was talking about rice, we were laughing very well. Now, now talking now. People are talking. Proverbs 420. Glory. My son, attend to my words. You see, attend. 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 Glory to God. Bishop, let's do another drama, please. Let's do another drama. Just start right. Now. Just walk up to me and say that. Please give me a mic. I want everybody to hear what you say. Walk up to me and say, there's an important thing you want to tell me. Maybe, what's anything? Maybe, men of valor, maybe, 
economy, anything, just walk up to me and have something for that to tell me. Rev. Yes, sir. There's an important thing I want to tell you. Okay. What is it? This morning, after service, the men of valor were having a very important meeting. And um, as you, when you conclude your message this morning, sir, please. You see why Jake is stammering? Why? I say, you see, he won't tell me about that. I say, okay. I said, talking. I said, looking to my phone. Checking what? I'm looking for Facebook. The Facebook didn't want to come out. It's Facebook didn't want to But I wanted to open Facebook. I've been looking at Facebook. You see, I am not paying attention. I am not giving him attention. You may say, yeah, but I'm hearing what he's saying. Yes, I have something important. I heard about men of valor. <laughs> you see, man. I heard about men of valor. Meeting. Meeting, yes, this morning. I know I've had a break. Okay. Yeah. I was. You don't treat God's word like that. You cannot be studying your Bible and what man you match. Or what your popular soap opera. No, you cannot. You cannot be listening to the message. Now, listen to the message after. I, I, I only listen to the service, message after service, which is good. Uh, but you can't be listening to it and be watching a movie. You cannot be praying and be watching a movie. Hmm. You know that sometimes you sit down there and you keep the tongues in your mouth. Me, I do that. I'll be watching something. I'll be praying. But that, I'm not saying that I want to get. If I want to get into prayers. I go into my closet. Mm. My father that sees me in my closet will reward me well openly. Thank you, sir. Thanks. I, I, I was praying this morning, right? I was praying this morning. I woke up. I was saying, but I woke up around that, around that uh, two, right? I did some studies, right? So, uh, as a kind, I'm not going to send any broadcast this morning. And I sent one yesterday evening, so it's okay. Right, don't do trouble your phones. So, I I I prayed. I, I did some studies. I mean, even like the second series is to that uh, I was telling about why do uh, what happened when he did manifest. I was putting things together. You see, I may be preaching this message in the next one month, but I'm putting it to God. Is I just arranging it, meditating upon it. So afterward, right, I said, okay, it's five o'clock. Let me take my bath. So I started taking my bath. I said, let me pray. Let me pray. So I started praying. So I was taking my bath, dressing up, going to wear. Came downstairs. So I was still. So I look at the time. I say, ah, I have prayed very long ago. The Lord said, told me just bluntly. He said, no. I said, no, but I, have, I was. I have to be prepared. You know, it's okay. You are keeping the tongues in your mouth. It's good. But you are very, you are very distracted. You are very, very. You are thinking of what to wear. <laughs> I bought about four. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. I bought about ten <laughs> of this jacket. I got how many of them? I wear it. I said I don't like this one. I wear it, and I, I, you know, and I wanted to wear this trouser at all costs. I don't know why. With this shirt, too, I just said, I just kept trying, trying. This one is too small. It's a lie. My stomach was so big. <laughs> I just kept trying them until I got this one. That's okay. All that I was because the bottle talking and show the better. And I was talking to myself, no, this one is too more. Let's go to Can I go take it? So I was just so when I when when I now came and sat down, it was about 10 minutes to I said, okay, let me just wait till six o'clock so I, when we will come out. Amen. So I just sat down. I was praying. I was, yeah, I prayed long. And the Lord said, No, you have not prayed long. He said, You were dis- you were not di- he said you were distracted. That was the language you used. You were distracted. If I wanted to speak to you, you would not had me. You are thinking of the jacket. You are thinking of the shoe that much. You are thinking of which is nothing wrong with that. Go, I need to dress up and go to church. But then, don't say that that is prayers. You can be praying in tongues; it's good. Keep keep your tongues, keep yourself fired up; it's good. 
But before I started doing that, when I was studying and meditating and praying, now then you were praying. You were not distracted. My son, attend. Attend to my word. Incline your ears to my saying. Right? What is the next one? Verse 21. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to them, to those that found them. You have to find it. Oh. Church, don't, don't, don't just carry God to and be toying with it. Because it's work, it's real. If you have a revelation of it, it will change your life. It will change your life. It will cost money to come to you. It will bring healing to your body. You will stay in divine health. Life to those that find them. A lot of times we forget as though we forget that you are in a battle with an enemy that is vicious. Though defeated, but vicious. You treat you treat the word of God as though you are you are fighting for your life. You are fighting for your health. You are fighting for your prosperity. And you cannot pay attention to God's word. You can pay attention to uh, soap opera on television. Follow the whole series. You can't pay attention to God's word. I asked my sister yesterday when I came back. I said that, I did the way I put it. I said, I saw you in church on Sunday. Why? I even thought you were going to say that, Reverend, how do you know you're not around? He said, oh, you know, this is problem. I said, wow. Your children went to school throughout the week. Am I still preaching? There was still fire crisis. They were not even late. Your husband go to work seven days a week. Literally. There was, I'm serious. There was no fire crisis or there was fire crisis. He wasn't late. But to come to church where you hear God's word for your life. Come on, just say I didn't want to come. I'm still preaching though. It's your life. Do you know how the fair crisis have never stopped people from going to work? Particularly those who are not doing private work. I mean, people are private work. Government, government can be behaved. Government staff can be behaved like that. But private staff, you know that your boss is not going to take it lightly. That you come, you come late. What you come late? I'm not, I don't even call them. But somebody was telling me, it's this side of the hall, so I'm, I'm not calling them. Like even during the, during the COVID, right? They slash your salary. And I wonder, ah, why would they do that? That fire of boss was a very rich man. I let them know. They, sl- they said they're not working. Because the guy knows he's paying for everything. Let's go back to the prophecy. Are you still with me? I still love you. This is the second part of it. Acts um, 5 verse um, 42. Glory to God. And daily in the temple and in every house, they cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. In 2022, daily in the church and in every house, we will cease not to preach and teach Jesus Christ. Say amen. Amen. Who will stay with it. You see, it's not just... You are not just a stagnant water. Let me use what they used to say in secondary school. You are not a stagnant water. Everything is just coming in. No. You are a flowing river. And you need to be a flowing river. Spiritually. You need to have what? Outlet. You need to use your gift. For souls. Some of you, you are 2,000 right now in the body of Christ. Amen. You are still a babe. You are still behaving like a baby. 
But we are still still baby as though you are not even born yet. You are still in your mother's womb. Glory to God. You need to be responsible. Amen. For your spiritual life. And it's part of it is you using the gift God has given you. Part of it is you preaching this gospel. He said that uh, daily in the temple, daily in the temple, I went from every house, from house to house. Some of us don't even come to church daily. But that is daily. Then from what? From house to house. From door to door. From your neighbor to your neighbor. That guy you are seeing in your office. Daily. Help me out a little bit. Tell your neighbor, you need to preach the gospel daily. It's not, it's not a slogan. Right? It's a command. It's a command. Give me Mark 16 from verse 15. It's a command. Let me do that again. Mark 16, verse 15. Glory! It's a command. It's a command. Let me ask you a question. How many people, how many people can you say this year you have led to Christ? This year. Don't forget last year, this year. How many people have you led to Christ? Okay, maybe that is, it would be a very difficult uh, um, um, answer. How many people have you preached to the gospel? How many people have you preached the gospel to? Can you help me tap your neighbor? Tap your neighbor. That, that question is directed to you. <laughs> Glory to God. Again, let me ask you a question. When was the last time you spoke to somebody about Jesus Christ? It's important. That's why I'm, I want everybody to hear me. It's important. And he said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Every creature. It's a command. It's a command. You know, you know why I even like about this scripture. I, I like the way Kenneth Copeland brought it out once, right? You know, Jesus was rebuking them to go up a little bit. Bible says Jesus was rebuking them because of their hardness of heart. Because people have said that they have seen him is risen and they didn't believe. So he was rebuking them. It was from that tone of rebuke he said this to them. So it was not in the suggestive matter at all. It was a command. Go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. They that believe and are baptized shall be saved. They that believe not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That is a product of you preaching the gospel. A lot of people want to see, you want to lay hands on the sick and they are, they are, they are healed. Oh, you want to lay hands on people and they are speaking tongues. Preach the gospel. They will never preach the gospel. Listen, listen, it's not a matter of, oh, I'm not a preacher. Everyone, and that's where we're going to end. Everyone have the ministry of reconciliation. Everyone. Go to one, Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians 5, right? From verse 18. Everyone. Everyone. Preach the gospel. Listen, God cannot tell you to do something that he has not equipped you to do. He's not an unjust God. 
So, if he says, you should preach the gospel, then you can do it. You, don't, you must not preach like me. You, you, you shouldn't. Right? You should not preach like eyes. No. Not like Jake's. Jake's has fire. Glory to God. If the Jake's is saying what I'm saying right now, all of you will be standing on your feet. Glory to God. He will vibrate you, right? Preach like yourself. Our third person, listen, listen. Your testimony is enough. Your testimony, what God has done for you. Just tell that person what God has done for you. I will tell somebody this morning, right? She shared her testimony with some, somebody, right? And the thing revolutionized a person's life. And the person was testifying to me. And she did not even know. Share your testimony. That your office mate is finding it difficult in his, in his finances, in our finances. Share your testimony with the person. How the forgiveness of sins have brought you to a place that you have constant money flow. Are you hearing me? Constant money flow. Glory to God. Money come to me daily. Say amen. In quick succession. And a lot. We're, 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 we're testing that bus, right? And I was coming down. Somebody just drove in. In the car, just came. I like that. Just say, I saw that you are around. And squeeze some heavy words of money into my hand. Glory to God. All my office staff just gather around me immediately. Like scavengers. Just want to buy. No, I like that. What did it come back to be? Why? Because of the forgiveness of sins. I believe that so much. You can't use a baseball bat or olivo. That one they use in cooking or jay. How do they call it today? Eh? Eh? What person you say it like that here now? Tony stick. That eh? eh? Spatula. Hey. I've learned a new word today. Spatula. Spatula is what they use here. Olivo. That, you know, in Ghana, I call it olivo. That stick that you use in turning food. Turning stick. Toligari. <laughs> I didn't know that. Toligari. <laughs> okay. It's spatula. Okay. Well, Online says spatula, man. You can't use that tonigari to beat me out of that. That belief. No, no, no. The forgiveness of sin causes money to come into my hand daily. Daily. I was telling Pastor Richard and Pastor Amanda yesterday when they picked me from the airport. I said, how does the Western Union work? Because I don't know how to have, have hardly used it. See, the last time I used Western Union, if I've used it, there's another one they used to use upon Western Union. Thank you, Money Ground. That's the one that I know about. was my wedding. Yeah, 20 years ago. But you know, I was just minding my own business, and I got a message from somebody. He just sent me a slip and sent me, said, I'll send you a thousand, a thousand dollars. Money Ground. I said, how does it work? She now said, just go there, just show me, just tell me what to do. Amen. Amen. Why? My sins are forgiven. Let me try this side. Maybe they'll get my catch me. I say, why? My sins are forgiven. In the same way, no virus can come into this body and survive. Why? My sins are forgiven. 
Oh, you, you cannot. Look, you see, the gospel is that easy. Can you give me that, uh, that uh, uh, new track? Let me, uh, okay, let me. Look, this one. In the hand of the loving father. It's a, it's a message of the gospel. I was thinking now. This is where time off the cookbook finished. This is where I was going to. I was thinking. I said, Lord, I was standing in uh, back on there and I was looking down in the UK and I was seeing people passing. They, they were even, you know, the weather was so cold, right? So, you know, they're with their jacket and they're moving very, very fast. And I said, Lord, that was doing the prayer and fasting. I said, Lord, how can I reach these people? Even the way they are moving very fast. If I go and say, excuse me, I want to talk to you. Even if I go out there, by the time I say, excuse me, you may start shaking because of the cold. Then, when they are in their offices, close circuit, and then they are there walking, you can't go and interrupt them. They are walking. Somebody is paying them for that time. Is he doing their cigarette break? You are going to talk to them. And the Lord put it in my heart, right? And that was, I didn't want us to think, pray. Look at the people around about you. Tell them, Lord, I am willing to communicate the gospel to them. Show me how. Show me how. And this message, you know, this message was coming out of the message, sinners in the hand of an angry God. And uh, I... You, you have heard of that message before? So, I, I turn it around. I call it sinners in the hand of a loving father. And uh, Pastor Nuba saw it then. I was so, it was in the magazine. She so liked it. So, we made a small pamphlet for them in the UK then. And while I was, then we now put it in one of the magazines recently again. So, while I was praying, the Lord put my hand. That, that, that message, put it into a small book. Make it very attractive. Thank God for this one they did. But I told Pastor Joe, I want even more, better than this. Though, everywhere I've gone, even the people in my degree are saying, ah, this is so good, this is so good. Something very different. Take away sinner, because sometimes people hear the word sinner, they say, am I a sinner? Yes, you are. But, not... <laughs> but, but if you say that, you know you have lost them. So, so take away sinner. You're saying in the hand of a loving father. Could be any story. It could maybe it could be a story in hand of a loving father. Then trust the gospel, put it there, then put numbers and email addresses. Then print them. Amen. My idea, my, my vision is for us to print about a million copies. Amen. And we have started printing them. And after that, it was so easy. When I was going to Zambia, I was just putting my breast pocket. It was so easy. I was saying, how are you doing? What do you, how are you doing? I said, I'm fine. I said, what do you do? I said, I'm a pastor. Read my book. I said, anytime you have to read it, there's a contact. If you want to contact me, anyone, if their number, if you are in any of the countries there, call them or you send an email. Amen. You know what intrigued me? Some pastors, pastor. They, of course, you have to read it first. Huh? They read it. And they came and met me in Zambia. They came to my hotel. I came down. They said, I want to ask you a question. And they were very, very sincere. I said, please go. They were on the first place. I said, God has really forgiven everyone their sins. I said, the Bible says so. He said, no, I, I know. I can just, wow. You know, we really want to come and ask as everyone has been forgiven. But they must take advantage of it. And that is why we are here. We are here to tell them, you are forgiven. Take advantage of it. Because if they don't take advantage of it, they will still go to hell if they die. I say, for example, you are testing. And I ask them at the bar, because we are sitting by the bar, please bring a cup of water, a coke for my friend. The guy brings it. I pay. 
I said, put it. I'm out that day. I didn't offer them drinks. And I said, charge it to my room. So the drinks was there in front of them. I said, you are thirsty. The drink is there in front of you. It has been paid for. You didn't pay it. I paid it. You can be here talking to me. Right? I'm pretending that you are cute. And you don't drink it. You still live here thirsty. He said, yes. Even though the drinks have been paid for. He said, yes. That is it. Sinners are forgiven. I didn't hear amen. You need to let them know so that they can take advantage of it. Or else, they will still die and go to hell. They don't have to. And I was so happy they pick a lot for me. Amen. I'm asking. So, but they are even asking for them in uh, Medjugorje right now. So I'm going to print more this week. Right? But we hit our one million coming. Listen to me. I am not going to give everybody here today. Because I, I, Richard is laughing. Because I'm here to, to see how you really want to. If you really want to use it to preach, you are going to come to the office. During the office hours. And I'll give you. It's free. I'll give you as many as you want. And you go and preach with it. Or you go, go, go and give that person. Trust God's word. Pastor Sabi, I say, I had this uh, Indian uh, doctor that don't like listening to the gospel. I say, go and give her, go and give her one. You know, I say, Reverend, I don't think she's going to read it. I say, she will read it. Believe God. Give her, she may all look at it and put it inside her bag. She may not even live for the next one week. But one day she woke up in the night when the devil is having a tour on her. And to your see, loving father. Let me just read about this loving father. And that is it. And yet, he will, she will leave it. Somebody else come and read it. I will be amazed. About five people can get affected by one of it. Sorry, my time is gone. But then I really need to, to say this. Amen. Mr. We had one lecturer in ABU that became a member of Savannah, um, Savannah Fellowship then. Pastor mostly know him very well. And Savannah Ministries. And it was a, it was a, it's a team man. Not was it's a team man. And how did he get saved? Then, he, 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 he was somewhere in Bainway and was spending a night in the hotel. And one of our pamphlets, now that you are born again, was there in the hotel. He took it, read it, gave his life to Christ. They went to check it in. Ah, this people are in Zaria. His own Zaria. Because you're a lecturer in ABU. He then came to Zaria and traced, I mean, traced us. It was mostly he first found. And he became involved in the, in the church. Somebody dropped it. In the hotel. Then I even asked the Tokola then. I said, did they drop? The Tokola said, no, they are not. Maybe somebody took it there. Forgot it. Maybe the person did not even read it. Don't left it there. But someone came and read it. There's power in the printed page. Amen. And I heard that from Kenneth E. Hagen. Let's, let's, let's communicate this gospel. In, a very, in any, any manner, your flair. Some of you, it's your songs. Some of you, it's maybe your poems. You know what you are gifted in. That's why I say, you don't have to preach like uh, uh, Pastor Wale. You don't have to preach like Pastor Jakes. Amen. I don't have to do all the, the showmanship like uh, Otto Paul. Just be yourself. And you touch somebody. God, there are some people that no one is going to touch them but you. God has anointed you to them. Can you imagine Apostle Paul, how great he was? It was Aeneas. Aeneas, I was even a layman. He was the one God sent to go and minister to Saul. Aeneas. 
Let's start to have faith. Let's preach this gospel faster, harder, stronger, louder than we've ever done before. Don't your neighbor say, preach this gospel. Faster, louder, stronger than you have ever done before. Use everything in your arsenal to preach this gospel. Use your, your, your occupation. Amen. Use your house. Use your car. Use everything you have. You have. Then, 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 then in debut, do you know how Dominic and I used to preach the gospel? I'm sure he's watching us. You know how Dominic and I used to preach the gospel? We will come. Dominic was a Oibo man. Amen. It was, it was good. It was good. Well, advantage to me. Me, yeah, I'm a black man. We'll come. We we'll stand for. I mean, now we we'll call the girls out. We we'll go to uh, there's a joint called 90s. We we'll buy them um, uh, how they call it uh, yogurt. Yogurt was winning them. We we'll buy them yogurt, amen. Then we we'll sit down and we we'll start talking. Big Dominic, so Dominic can preach it very well, though. Can get people born again. And Dominic was the one that usually cast devils out of people for me. Yeah. Truly. If, I, if anybody had an issue with them, I said, Dominic, deal with that person. And that person, his oibo face will just deceive them. <laughs> I will, I will got a lot of people saved. Christine Unubi is a minister of the gospel right now. Right? I remember she liked, loved playing basketball. That's how we got to her. And that lady then was fair. I've forgotten her name, but. She was a thief lady, so I said, Don't make you cancel her. So me, I, was, I followed Christine because Christine was a Senegala lady. Preach this gospel. You know the bit about there are people you, you affect them. It's only when you come to heaven you will know. I told you some years ago, I was in the, um, um, Baltimore, and a lady came with her children. And after the service, she just came and hugged me. We got, he was speaking Cordelia. He came and hugged me. And I said, I it's not that you are telling you, say, no, 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 like I saw it on Facebook. Say, remember, I forgot me that you came and preached preach in Ubalawo. Then Joe School, and I got born again. I said, You were there. Say, yes, she was there. She came out and gave her life to Christ. She's now married with kids in Baltimore. When she just saw I was coming, she came with her kids. How laugh? No, I remember that time I went to. Um, she went to Paul and uh, Solo, they invited me to their place. They were in secondary school then. Glory to God. Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.